So welcome back to the Awakening Innovations podcast. I'm your host, Michael Barnes. And today we have a special treat. We have Melissa Buffington here. Uh, she's got some great uh, background. She's a licensed mental health counselor. She's a mindset coach and a spiritual guide. Um, and sort of as wrapping that all together into a business, she's the founder and CEO of Success Flow Academy. And so I'm really excited to hear what she does and how she helps people today. And with that, uh, I'll pass it over to Melissa and she can tell you a little more about herself and what she does. Hey, Michael, thanks for having me on. My pleasure, thank you. Yeah, um, so as you read there, I have a few different roles and I've come from an interesting kind of background. Um, but essentially what I do at this point is I run Successful Academy and we're really a training grounds for humans on how to successfully live in the 3D while mm -hmm. having a very spiritual life. Um, so how to be successful in your family life as a parent, as a husband or wife, in your financial world, through business and leadership, um, and in your own health and fitness. So we really take a holistic approach to helping people get in touch with who they really are Mm -hmm. they're really meant to be in the world and living up to their full potential. Um, because what we believe is that not only can you have it all in life, but you were born to have it all, right. you know, health, wealth, freedom, and total satisfaction. So whatever your heart's desire is, you have been given a unique blueprint to create that in your life. Um, and that, we, we work awesome. with natural born leaders who, mm have this kind of awareness in them and they need help unleashing it and going through the process of evolving and stepping up because it can be quite challenging. Yeah, that's awesome. And, and I'm excited that in the you know next 15 or 20 minutes, you will tell all of our listeners how to accomplish all of that. So, <laughs> yeah, it's really like the whole company is a 15 minute training for the low, low price of $2.99. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and so I'm gonna throw out a question for clarification, you might get into it later, um, but you did mention here in the 3D, um, indicating other Ds. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you can talk about it now or later, but I'm sure that there will be people out there listening who would love to know what you're talking about there. Yeah, so just to give a short answer, three-dimensional is obviously the world, right? Mm -hmm. um, so. <laughs> It's what we live in here. We have a physical form. We have an emotional body. Um, and we also have a mental body. That's your thinking. And then we have an etheric body or a spiritual body or a soul, whatever you want to call that. Um, so we are, I mean, in my belief system anyways, um, and what my clients end up kind of waking up to, if they're not already in tune with it, we are here on earth, but we are just a physical manifestation of a bigger soul. And there are other dimensions, other species, you know, other things. There's a higher power mm -hmm. also behind all of this. And so in going through the process of living up to your full potential, you really reconnect to your soul and you start to access um, intuitive abilities and deeper knowledge and things about the world that come from what we call the fifth dimension or moving into the fifth dimension. You have to pass through the fourth but okay. it's a process of spiritual awakening um, and part of what's necessary to really live up to your full potential in this era that we're in right now. It's just a lot is changing and evolving and the earth, the cycle that we're in cosmically, 
we're through, uh, we're going through an ascension cycle where people are being asked to remember their spiritual nature, to reconnect to their soul and to move beyond just the limited perspective of the third dimension here on earth. So I hope that answers the question. I think so. And so, so is this the same or different to like what physicists talk about when they talk about a fourth or fifth dimension? I think it's the same. So I've done a little bit of research and listened to some different um, conventions and conferences. But um, when you look at, I'm blanking on the word now, quantum physics. Yes. Quantum physics is science's first attempt to measure and document and explain what spirituality has known for a long time. So absolutely, same concept. Okay. I. I have to be perfectly honest, I still don't fully get the physics side, or I guess you might call this the metaphysical side um, of higher dimensions. And and I feel okay because I also watch those podcasts and they say, you know, we can't actually envision it because we're stuck here. And so how can we know what we've never experienced? <laughs> Perfect. So that is exactly what I'm talking about. When you're in a third in the third dimension and you're still stuck in the 3D consciousness or the very human physical consciousness, you your your physical brain cannot grasp these concepts. They can only be grasped from the consciousness of a higher dimension. Mm -hmm. And then the challenge, and this is what I help my clients do, is to translate that down into practical ways to be of service on the third dimension in earth, to translate these concepts into words, into businesses, into innovation that helps the earth as it is now. So that's awesome. And so how did you get here? <laughs> when you were a kid, did you play this on the playground? You know, I, I want to be a spiritual guide. <laughs> oh no, actually when I was a kid, I wanted two things. Uh, <clears throat> and that's a really great question for a lot of reasons. And I actually asked my clients that question too, um, because we're the most innocent and we remember the most about other dimensions when we're children. Okay. Um, I mean, if you look at cartoons and comics and superheroes and unicorns and fairies and all this kind of stuff, right? Like kids are in this magic still. They're more playful. They haven't been programmed and they haven't forgotten as much as we tend to when you get a little bit older. Um, so when I was a kid, I wanted two things, uh, three things, actually. I wanted to be a doctor. I used to play doctor with my cousins. I wanted to be a teacher. I was always bossing people around and getting out a little whiteboard or paper and you know, teaching my little friends. Mm -hmm. um, and I also wanted to be what I called a spy for the BFI, which I thought was the FBI, but I mixed <laughs> up the letters because there was a trash company called BFI. <laughs> so <laughs> You would be a spy for the trash company, okay. Yeah, something like that. Um, and so it's interesting because all three of those elements really capture who I am and what I am today. Yeah. Um, I know the, the spy for the FBI might not sound like it resonates, but that really to me equates to the spiritual guidance. Um, and that's a whole other story that <laughs> a whole other layer of this that I can go into, but, um, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And, and when you said spy and how it ties in, I was just thinking, you know, helping people to find what's lost. <laughs> totally. And to learn, the truth to discern truth from right. lies and like kind of investigate everything that they've been told everything that they've experienced and come from a blank slate deciding who they are and what they believe not right. from external influence or what was taught but from their own center right yeah. so so this might be a negative way to put it actually but 
your BFI thing works great because you help them sort through the trash that they're that they have now to find whatever the gold or whatever. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That's okay. beautiful. Thank you for pointing that out to me. I wasn't clear on that, but like that is literally the translation of what I do. Yeah. There you go. I I'm awesome. glad we had this conversation. <laughs> <laughs> so productive. <laughs> um should you want me to share a little bit more about my story too? Absolutely. Okay. So I was born into a family with a lot of trauma from different generations, very severe violence, a lot of sexual abuse, a lot of um, just kind of sickness and twistedness. And I had a significant amount of my own trauma and my own family growing up, sexual abuse, very sadistic sexual abuse at a very young age, physical abuse, domestic violence, financial difficulties, you know, all kinds of stuff. Um, and at the same time, <clears throat> all throughout my life growing up, people would come to me and tell me very deep personal things, adults and kids. Um, and I didn't know why or what it was, but I think they felt safe and they trusted me. So I always kind of filled that role. And I served also as like the bridge and the peacekeeper in my family. Um, so I, you know, had all of this trauma going on as a kid, you don't know that it's wrong or that it's bad. Right. You don't know how deeply it affects you. Um, and at the same time, I was a very, uh, a gifted kid is what they called me, right? Like my intelligence testing was high. I was quirky. I was creative. I did not blend in. <clears throat> I learned how to blend in because I moved all across the country. So frequently I had to learn how, which was such a gift. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, and I was a natural leader, which to most adults and authority figures meant I was bossy and a pain in the butt. <laughs> so I was constantly torn between these two sides I, where... I just want to throw in, that is really too bad that that's how we treat that. Um, I, I, we can keep going, but I just had to make that point. <laughs> no, I'm glad you said that. And it is a shame. And actually, one of the things that we do through Successful Academy is we help parents of these kinds of children to recognize this and to advocate for them and to know how to give them boundaries, but without stifling who they are. Um, Cause it's, it's challenging and it is so important, you know, for our future leaders to have the kind of support they need through childhood. Great. Um, I interrupted you. I apologize. No, you're fine. I think that was a great thing to say and bring up. Um, so I was constantly put between these two opposing ideas half of the people in my life and half of my experience told me that I had a gift and I could be powerful and there was something special here. Not that I was better than anyone, but that there was, you know, some magic or potential within me. Yeah. And the other half telling me that I was wrong and I was broken and I caused problems and I deserved to be beaten and abused and all this. Right. So sure. super challenging. Uh, fast forward through High school, I developed really severe depression, became suicidal, started substance abuse pretty early on. And then memories of some of the abuse that I had repressed, repression is a real thing, came <laughs> flying back when I was in high school. So full-blown PTSD, nightmares, you name it. Um, hardly went to school. And I went to college after that. Um, because I was still so determined to live up to my potential and no one was going to hold me back or tell me what to do. Um, developed a pretty severe uh, substance abuse issue, experienced more trauma through all of the risky situations you put yourself in with that, became mm -hmm. homeless, um, was studying psychology. 
had okay. studied psychology in high school, even went to like the community college after you know my school day and would go study and talk with professors, took some courses. Um, I self-studied how to heal myself. Mm -hmm. um, ended up almost dying in a car accident related to drugs and had to go into some kind of program. Right. So there was the first time that I was introduced to spirituality without the controlling fear-driven background of religion. I, was, I grew up in a very religious, but very rigid fear-driven home. A lot of rules and a lot of you're going to go to hell if. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I connected to spirituality for the first time through astrology in that program, through Tai Chi. Um, and through sim symbology. So I got my first spirit guide, which was an animal while I was in that program. And what animal can you say? Yeah, it was an elephant. And I have an elephant tattooed on me now. Um, okay. Yeah. So elephant's a really powerful symbol for me. And it served me through that healing. I mean, what I found to be the most effective for me was some of this stuff that was not clinical or science driven. It was the relationships, it was the people, it was the energy and connecting to who I really am that gave me a place from which I could rebuild my life. Right. Um, so yeah, and, and prior to that, I'd been diagnosed as bipolar. I had had hallucinations. I was, you know, manic. They heavily medicated me. My hair fell. I mean, it was, it was crazy. Yeah. Um, and what I know now is that I was really going through not only the trauma and the healing of that, and substance abuse, which certainly doesn't help with the, you know, bipolar or mania. Yeah. Uh, but also I was going through a spiritual awakening mm -hmm. and I didn't have the tools or the support or the people around me to help right. me ground myself and understand and still function as a human being. Yeah. So. It's kind of like a lot of those books that you read, right? You know, <clears throat> some kid is going through whatever awakening and then at some point, you know, later in life, after they've gone through all these trials, they find somebody who can actually tell them what was happening. And, and you're always like, gosh, it would have been nice to find this person ahead of time. But, you know, in reality, you probably wouldn't, you definitely would not have gone through the same awakening if you'd had someone to just like tell you how to get through it. Yeah. I mean, everybody's journey is exactly what it needs to be to lead them to their ultimate purpose. Right. I mean, that's what I believe. Um, now Successflow Academy, we support people in going through that journey more smoothly and quickly just mm -hmm. because of the stage we're in of the earth's development and our cosmos with a rapid ascension cycle, people need a lot of support or they're getting like locked up <laughs> or they're completely falling apart and going broke and struggling. Like they have to know how to integrate this call for a spiritual awakening, the 5d with mm -hmm. the 3d. Um, yeah. So, so how do you do that? <laughs> how you know a couple minutes how do you do what you do how do you help people you know go through this transition easier and i guess find the life that that they're supposed to be leading yeah so i guess actually i can share the final piece of my story and use that as a teaching point it's okay. a great question um so i went through a lot of healing i ended up getting back into college, finished grad school, got my license as a therapist, did a ton of work of myself through that time. Um, you know, all kinds of stuff, therapy, reading, personal development. Um, and then when I first got my license, I launched a business, my own practice. And people told me that was insane. You can't do that. You're too young. You can't charge cash. Who do you think you are? Yeah. Um, but I did it. 
And so what I was really doing was following my heart's desire and -hmm. believing in myself and having some kind of faith, even in the face of what every other person and all my circumstances were telling me. So in terms of how does somebody live successfully in the 3D while going through some kind of awakening or evolution, the first key is to start trusting yourself and to follow that heart's desire. Right. Um, And it does require and start forcing you to build some muscle in your ability to have faith in something beyond yourself. Right. But, you know, they say if you take one step towards the gods or one step towards the universe, they take 10 towards you or God takes 10 towards you. That's really true. Um, And so I think that's kind of the thread that runs through the whole journey of what's required. Mm-hmm. started my prep go ahead your question I was gonna say uh, you know these discussions in spirituality or what have you I, I noticed that you you know give a number of different ways that people could look at it and so I you know I was raised Christian I still am Christian um, and what I really like is that a lot of these things really tie in to what the Bible is saying and we don't have to go into that but just you know, there may be people out there saying, oh my gosh, this is, you know, devil worship or something, but yeah, almost everything that I've heard from you and all the other gurus, it, it all ties back to what the Bible says. And, and a lot of things that didn't make sense in the Bible, once you start hearing about these other things, they start making sense. And so again, we don't have to go into that, but you know, I just want people to keep an open mind. Yeah. Yeah. And thank you for saying that. Cause I've definitely been accused of being a devil worshiper going to hell. I mean, even by my own family, mm-hmm. so this has taken a lot of courage from me, but everything that I'm talking about is in the Bible. In fact, right. I read the Bible every single day. I have a devotional practice and more than most people can say, <laughs> yeah. And, and the text of the, all of this is in there. The body of Christ and each person has their own gifts, the nature of spiritual gifts, you know, the, the revelations and the ascension cycle that I'm talking about, it's all the same thing. Right. Exactly. Yes. And yeah, if we take a step, God comes to us, you know, Mm -hmm. and yeah, it's, it's just been fascinating to me. So, yeah, good. I'm glad. I, and I, I think that this is people like you serve such a value in the world because we need to bridge these concepts and help people to not be so afraid, but to really start to explore and question and come to their own understanding of who is God and who am I in that context? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah. And, and the other thing, um, I, I'm a PhD in genetics. So, you know, when you, and I worked at a hospital for 12 years as a scientist and, you know, perhaps with a little uh, risk of people hearing me from the field saying it, you know, science and medicine doesn't know everything and they do their best, but there's so much more and we can heal ourselves when we learn how and, and what you went through is common. Now, I also work for a genetic testing lab, get people to write, write meds for ADHD, PTSD, and depression, and they work. I know this, but to think that that's the only way, the best way at all times is really not uh not being scientific i would say so it's <laughs> a fair point yeah and and they do work but also what are the side effects and is this meant to be a forever medication or is there a way to move beyond that not grow that right yeah. um yeah you know i actually look at science as a history book and mm-hmm. it's funny because i my grad like 
undergraduate degree is in um, psychobiology, which they renamed as neuroscience. Okay. So I was very into science. In fact, I would I refused to go to a university that did not offer a bachelor of science in the fields that I was interested in. Um, so I was very much that person, but I find it now to be kind of a history book of capturing a lot of what comes to people who are spiritually in tuned or intuitive or, you know, that kind of stuff, like things that we kind of know, we sound like Looney Tunes, <laughs> that stuff ends up being analyzed by science. Um, that's interesting. Yeah. And, and so many things keep getting improved out by science. And again, um, I think you and I both are sort of a nexus, right? Amongst all these different populations who in many respects are kind of fighting each other because <clears throat> a lot of the spiritual folks say science and medicine is evil and medicine is like, you all are crazy. And religion is like, you don't know what you're talking about. And so um, it's, it's really an interesting place that we both hold. And so I'm really excited to hear what you're doing. Yeah. And that collaboration and connection between different groups is really what it's all about and what humanity is all about and where we find fulfillment and love and yeah, any kind of division and fighting like that just doesn't serve us. And, and I've gone through that. Like, trust me, I've been that person. Um, but at some point you kind of get to a place where you want to leave that behind and you just want right. to get to the truth and just be a kind human being. Yeah. So was there a, a key event or a key time when, when you transitioned or has it been a gradual progression? It's definitely been gradual, right? Like I went from building my practice in psychotherapy and getting certified in EMDR and really diving into trauma and all kinds of stuff. Um, achieved my goals there and wanted to have a bigger impact, felt there was more. Took some of the work I was doing with professionals and business owners and translated that into coaching. And then yeah. I dove into the world of mindset coaching and coaching. And just like any field, there's a lot of junk and a lot of bad stuff. And there's some good stuff too. Yes. Um, and then through that process, there was more awakening, more personal development, more letting go of old stuff that mm -hmm. opened me up to this whole spiritual side. Um, and so, yeah, it was, it's kind of like a flower blooming or like a tree growing, like it just keeps growing up and branches keep coming out and roots grow right. deeper through all of that. And so, uh, you know, certainly people can go through uh, Successful Academy. What are some other ways that people who want to learn more, because you just said you went and you learned and you saw good and bad stuff. What can people do? Because there's a lot of good and bad stuff out there. You know, how do you know what to look at? Hmm. So. Didn't mean to put you yeah. on the spot. <laughs> no, it's a great question. And I'm glad that you asked because I want to be able to serve people. And this is what people are thinking and wondering, right? Mm -hmm. um, and in fact, what I think is the most important thing for all humans right now is to be able to discern truth from not truth, what mm -hmm. works and what is good from what may not be in their best interest. So the first thing is don't be too scared because there's no such thing as mistake. Even if you go down a path that ends up, you discover it's not true. It still shaped you and taught you and helped you to grow. Yes. Um, so that's the first thing. And then the second thing, is to really trust your intuition. So really trust that gut feeling and that inner voice that says like, yeah, there's something about this. It's just not, listen to that. And then I would say to even help that, make that more concrete, mm -hmm. journal about it, just free write, write down what that thought is or what that feeling is. And the minute 
It's that same thing. You take one step towards God, God takes 10 towards you. You write that thing down and it'll start to open up to you um, the ability to communicate with yourself and self-reflect and even tune into God, right? Pray, meditate, journal, dive into the Bible um, or whatever other text it is that calls you. And uh, yeah, I think having a daily practice where you connect with yourself is very important. I -hmm. recommend doing it first thing in the morning whether that's meditation, prayer, journaling, reading, um, some kind of slow and like quiet where you tune into yourself and center. And then the second thing is just listen to your voice and, and you can't get it wrong, right? And when you want support, just say, you know, I want support and the things that you need will continue to show up around you. Okay, that's awesome, that's awesome. Great advice. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so, so, you know, do you have a little more about what you do in Successful Academy? Yeah, so we're expanding and, you know, a lot is happening, but um, right now we have a couple of core things that we do. Um, so one is we help really gifted, brilliant children who've often been diagnosed as ADHD or, you know, they're having challenges in their school setting and we help their parents to help them to know how to work with them Mm -hmm. and to help get their body and brain in balance so that they can start to learn and develop the ways that they need. And that's one thing that we do. Um, Another thing is that we work with licensed service providers who run their own business. So therapists, attorneys, financial advisors, and we help them expand their work into educating and coaching. Mm -hmm. Um, So that's another way that we can support we're creating now a virtual school option that will kind of supplement what these really bright children are needing. Um, and then the last piece is that I work hands-on very in-depth with, and everyone that we work with is a natural born leader, right? But I work very hands-on in-depth and long-term with people who are very committed to living out a big vision are a little bit further along in the process. So they run their own business, money is not an issue. And they really need support in making the kind of impact that they want without mm-hmm. sacrificing their family time and who they are. Okay. Um, so that's another way that we can support. Very cool. Very cool. Uh, it's kind of funny. I'm, I'm looking at this. I'm like, where were you 20 years ago? <laughs> <laughs> when you were a kid or? Well, actually, when, when my kids were coming up. <laughs> mm. Maybe 15 years ago, but whatever. Uh, yeah. Both my kids really bright. My 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 son could probably have used a lot of it. So <laughs> yeah. And those kids grown up are the adults that we work with now. So yes. it's all, yeah, it's all connected. They're, they're both are great kids. And you talk about the intuition thing and um, my understanding is that that's stronger in women. And so that probably explains why my daughter might have, things a little easier. <laughs> yeah, you know, I have my own questions about about that. Um, but I will say that women tend to naturally be a bit more in tune with it. I don't know if that's cultural and social programming right. or if that's actually genetic, you know, kind of put into us when we all say choose to incarnate as a man or a woman or female yeah. or male. I don't know. Um, but yeah, I see that and I hear that. Yes. And, and I tried to be careful in that statement because I could go on about... <laughs> and that kind of stuff so um, yeah and so um i I think her time's drawn to a close um do you have any final 
words of wisdom for our listeners? Hmm. What would be the one thing you would tell them to do to, uh, to learn yeah. themselves or daily practice or whatever? So my personal motto is that there are no rules and anything is possible. Okay. And so what I would encourage anyone to do is that if there's something that you're wanting, but you're worried that you won't make enough money or you'll have to give up your family or it will be too difficult or you're not ready, whatever it is that you're wanting, just know that anything is possible and you can have it exactly how you want it. So you can ta tack on to a daily practice, just writing down, you know, anything is possible or writing down, what do I want? And just really write it down without any limitation. Mm -hmm. Just consider believing that it's possible for you. Beautiful, beautiful advice. I appreciate that. Yeah. And so if someone wants to talk to you further, learn more, uh, reach out to you, what's the best way for them to find you? Yeah, so the best way is to go to successflowacademy.com. Mm -hmm. And there's different options to opt in there. We'll also be having a wait list for, we're going to offer a membership um, where I do weekly or bi-weekly kind of little mini training. So not as intensive of work. Um, so you can opt into our email list there. We're going through a complete rebrand and relaunch. So at the moment, it's just going to be a landing page, but you can connect with us there and we can support you in your journey. Awesome. So successacademy.com. Successflowacademy.com. Yes. Right. Successflowacademy.com. This is why I don't handwrite anything because I can't. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, awesome. Thank you very much for your time. It's been a pleasure speaking with you and uh, look forward to hearing more as, as time goes by. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you for having me, Michael, and for the, the wisdom that you shared as well and for being curious and open. It's important. Thanks, Melissa.